This is John, who plays Diego, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Die by the Sword podcast. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the guys over at Midnight Syndicate. You can check out their music over at midnightsyndicate.com. And we'd also like to thank Sword Coast Soundscapes for the wonderful ambient sounds you hear throughout the podcast. You can check them out at youtube.com slash swordcoastsoundscapes. And you can check out our website at diebythesword.podcast.com. And don't forget to leave a great review wherever you listen to us. Now, let's get into this episode. definitely something it's certainly one of the words of all time i suppose okay so i had a friend of mine who had a dog whose name was aloysius and so you adopted it as your safe word that is wild I'm so glad I have that drop up there. <laughs> but anyway, can we start off this episode just by saying go Rangers, go Rangers. Go Rangers. <laughs> I am so unbelievably excited. It's ridiculous. Oh, yes. Yeah. For our, our listeners who don't know what we're talking about, it is currently the MLB American League Championship Series and our Texas Rangers, which is our local professional team, is in the American League Championship Series playing the Houston Astros. Boo, Boo Astros. Boo, Astros. Hey, I'm Cheers. happy it's an all-Texas thing. Hey, cool. Yeah. That is true. I am, too, so we can beat that ass. <laughs> <laughs> Send them home. Lose, yes, home. but yeah, hey. Third place is cool. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Rangers. this has been great. I've I've, mm-hmm. I've enjoyed us just going into other people's houses and just taking from them. <laughs> yes, it has been uh, a very enjoyable season to watch, and uh, especially this uh, run through the playoffs has been very enjoyable to watch. For once, I'm glad that we're that team that you don't want to play because we got hot at the right time. Going into the playoffs, normally I feel like when I'm watching sports for you know whatever team I'm cheering for, they're running into that team, and it's like, God damn it! Yeah, you wouldn't have guessed it based on uh, how they played at the end of the season. Yeah, they kind of stumbled a little bit at the end there, but man, just all you got to do is get in, and that they proved it. So, what else has everybody else been up to besides baseball? Uh, the state fair has been going on. So I went with a couple buddies the other day. It was exactly as I remembered it, which was to say a lot of food, a lot of uh, games, a lot of uh, money out of pocket. But yeah, overall, it was a good time. Nice. But the, the question is, though, what is the hot new fried food? I actually don't know because I sort of like I generally stick with whatever my like standbys are. So I had like fried Oreos, fried Snickers, a turkey leg, and Gosh, there's a fourth thing, but I, I've lost it off the top of my head. But 
you know, I, I'm sort of like, I, I, I go with what I know. I'm not necessarily looking for an adventure out there. I always have to get turkey leg. Every time I go to any type of like fair festival situation, I'm always oh, with yeah, the turkey absolutely. leg. That's where it's at. Mm. I like a sausage on a stick. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, and fried Oreos the, are pretty bomb. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, speaking of fried Oreos, they made a Cheerios this year, <gasps> which is a churro oh. with Oreos all over it. So that was fantastic. Oh, and that could be fun. <laughs> Ooh, I remembered funnel cake. That's the other item. Funnel cake is a oh, yeah. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Classic, yeah. That's always a fair go-to. But then anyway. talking about the Fruity Pebble pickle. <laughs> did you make did you just smash the words together? No, they had that. The fruity the fruity pebble pickle, a delicious whole pickle wrapped in every kid's favorite fun treat. A fruit roll-up and fruit by the foot, drizzled in sugar, syrup, coated in your favorite fruity pebbles. <laughs> This is then drizzled again with strawberry snow cone syrup. It's crunchy, sweet, and delicious. I I don't know if I'm intrigued or disgusted. (laughs) I think two of my teeth just fell out. My pancreas actually... Can you imagine if you gave that thing to John? (laughs) My pancreas actually just imploded right now. Yeah, I wasn't brave enough to try that one. Did you go to the fair too, Keith? I did, yeah. I went several weeks ago. I, I did it right when it opened. I went on... I took off a day from work. That's how devoted oh, nice. I am to the fair. Hell yeah. And how devoted I am to not <laughs> being in a crowd too. <laughs> Dude, I feel that. I really feel that. Yeah. So we went on a Thursday during the day. It was fantastic. It is hard to navigate on a weekend. That's for sure. Yeah. It's so crowded. Did you have anything, any good fair food? I mean, my favorite was, uh, I think it was a pecan praline pecan uh, bread pudding and it was really good Ooh. it was one of the new items but I'm, I'm the opposite of of daniel i i only go for the new stuff i've like i'm already had everything here so i'm gonna go waste my money <laughs> on something new yeah yeah <laughs> how's the bread pudding thing because i you know i used to think i didn't like bread pudding until i had a good one and i was like holy shit it's fantastic but i always like to ask if the raisins in it before i get it People be trying to snick raisins and stuff, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> "I love raisins." No, I'm not like, falling not today, for this Colby. again. Yeah, that's right. Like the, the rum raisin sauce on it. Right. No, get it away. So I'm always like, "Got raisins? Okay. If it doesn't, <clears throat> give it to me." So how does somebody <laughs> raisins are just like try new foods? Like, do you scour the ingredients to make sure? Like this. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I have a game plan going in. I, there's lots of research going into it. <laughs> But what's crazy is I will eat out of the little, what is it, sun-made little red boxes. I'll eat the shit out of some raisins and just eat them straight up. But you try to put mm-hmm. them in something, I'm out. I could see that because they start to rehydrate <laughs> sometimes in like hot foods. And it's like mm-hmm. a weird texture that I don't really care for. Right. Yeah. I'll still eat it usually, but I'm not, so I'm not like super picky. But yeah, I don't care for it necessarily. Yep. I'm like the opposite with blueberries. I'm totally fine if they're cooked into things, but I don't like raw blueberries. Mm -hmm. I'm with you on that too, actually. (laughs) Is it the texture or the flavor? I don't know. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Texture can texture can be weird because I actually don't like milk because not because of its taste, but because way it feels in my mouth. It's like, bleh. <clears throat> like mucus. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's like it should turn into cheese. Cheese is great. <laughs> How do you feel about eggnog? You're getting there. <laughs> it's got a lot more to it than just normal. And <laughs> have the right consistency. Because well, I feel like, like that'd be worse, no? No, no. It's like a custard that hasn't set. Is that good is? or bad for you? That's a good thing. Yeah. So then how do you feel about water, which is in the other end of the spectrum? <laughs> oh, water's fine. Water's fine. Yeah. Yeah. There's no problem. So, so you just don't like milk should be fine because it's basically water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's that, that middle in between thing. And it was really bad as a kid because, um, you know, my parents were like, you know, you got to drink milk. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I used to drink a lot of milk when I was a kid. Same. Uh, did you, no, did so you drink it straight like, up or did you put Nesquik in it? I, I would oh, change it up. A lot strawberry. of times it was just straight up. But Ooh, straight or, up. Ooh. Or straight up with ice in it. I, no. I was one of those people that oh, actually put ice, ice in milk? milk. Oh, oh disgusting. Oh, you psycho. <laughs> you gross. <laughs> no wonder your stomach hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's reliving its pain. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my mom would buy like the costco size nesquik like, yeah like like a fine pal bag basically we would have nesquik all the do time do you have the one with the can did you just ever eat it like straight yes the big can yeah, yeah. pop the top with huge. your spoon yep i had that one just chocolate or did you go strawberry too because i love strawberry mm. also uh we just did chocolate i never experienced strawberry the strawberry actually, i still good. haven't actually i've never had the nesquik strawberry don't worry about it. You're fine. Well, sir. <laughs> no. Yeah. You need I'm, to go I'm, like the next time I'm you come to my house. I'm about to go like, yeah, go find yeah. some like strawberry Nesquik for you. So that the next time I see, I would just be like, have it in my backpack ready to go. Like, Keith, you got to try this. Like, Perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep that. Nesquik on the go. Go milk. <laughs> I think I should really try some of the other uh, milks out there. Because I've never tried anything other than, you know, basic cow milk. So no like, goat milk. It's maybe no. Never tried goat milk. No. Never tried soy milk or anything like that either. Eh. Almond milk, oat milk. I was gonna say let's do a blind taste test for him and just have all the milks and he has to try them and distinguish what <laughs> nut it came from. <laughs> and we can take breaks. <laughs> we, can, we, <laughs> we can take bets on when he throws up. <laughs> we we can have a pool going too. That's fine. <laughs> I've had to start exploring the world of the uh, different types of milk because I realized I'm lactose intolerant now. Oh, no. Yeah. Have you, have you yeah. settled on one you really like yet? Or are you still exploring? Well, as far as just like every day and like with cooking and stuff, I just use the like the lactate because it's milk just doesn't have the lactose in it. Mm-hmm. But for... Like if I go to Starbucks or anything like that, I prefer oat milk. Oat milk? I don't know. Almond yeah, milk's worth that. Especially if you like chocolate. Like cafe mocha with almond milk. Okay, oat milk yeah, might like... be interesting. Does it taste like oatmeal? Yeah. Because I like that eh. as a kid. Yeah, and, eh. it's, and it's like orange juice too. You can get it with pulp or without. And so like <laughs> oh, when you yes, drink so it, like it, 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 it,
Gotta go brush my teeth now. <laughs> you got milk pulp in your teeth. <laughs> well, if I'm doing a mocha, though, I like coconut milk oh, with that one. Yeah, actually, milk. I do like coconut milk. Actually, yes, I do. Chocolate and coconut actually really well together. I do drink coconut milk, so I guess it is the cow. <laughs> well, coconuts are mammals. <laughs> <laughs> They're hairy and produce milk. They are I don't hairy. Know. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm seeing someone in the tropics milking a coconut. No, it's not. <laughs> Luckily, I'm not lactose intolerant because I don't. I mean, all the other milks are fine, but I don't really care for them that much. But uh, yeah, like a nursing infant, I like my whole milk. <laughs> yeah, see, whole milk is too far. I can't go that far. I mean, the best I can try and you know, when I mix with something, is two percent. Two percent is usually what I do. Whole milk oh, yeah. kind of like clings to my tongue and stuff. It's like, ooh. It's like a fine wine. You know, got that body to it. <laughs> right? Hmm. <laughs> decanted in last week. <laughs> I can honestly say this is the most in-depth discussion about milk I've had in, I don't know, ever. <laughs> That's true. It goes well with the episode that we, where we talked about cereal for a long time. Yep. We should back these up back to back. Right. <laughs> now so like 70 something episodes in between. It's almost that time of year. Cause that's, I think where I was had the idea to try eggnog with cereal. And I saw, Oh done yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. It's like the cinnamon <laughs> toast crunch making like an orchata. Yeah, yeah. I think Cinnamon Toast Crunch would work out pretty well with that, actually. <laughs> I've got some research to do. You definitely can't do, you know, Count Chocula. Oh, I don't know. That could be that could be all right. Chocolate eggnog. <laughs> now, like grape nuts and eggnog would probably be gross. Mmm, <laughs> crunchy. Yeah, it could be fine. It's gravel, basically. <laughs> Yeah. Just give Keith some raisin bran with eggnog. No, wait, <laughs> hold on. The raisins aren't cooked in raisin bran. Yeah, right. You just keep changing the rules, moving the goalposts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see me just like sifting through it before I put the milk in it, just picking out all the raisins to eat on the side. <laughs> <laughs> scoop of scoop of bran, scoop and a raisin. Scoop of bran, a raisin. <laughs> uh. Raisins, wine that has just, well, aged too far. Hmm, <laughs> I forgot where we're Me at. Me too. What are we even doing here? There's a monster. <laughs> I think there's a monster on the board. So, who remembers what happened last time before I just explain it all? K5 okay, penetrated so we, a barrier. Yeah, we were, we were in the water. We had just fought off the monster Kraken. creature of, of unknown names. And uh, we get our way down to the cave, uh, or rather, we get get all the way down. We determine that we're going to go explore this cave off to the side uh, that has sort of, it's like dimly lit. We punch our way through this barrier, uh, and then we sort of immediately come across those two sort of like teleporting creatures. I'm not necessarily what, sure what to call them. And then we sort of duke it out 
and uh, we do eventually kill them. And I think that's where we stopped last time. And we lost some sanity points, poor Chop and I, while uh, staring at them. Yeah, yeah. I definitely uh, grappled with them for the entirety of the fight. <laughs> or was grappled by them or something. Yeah, no, yeah. I got my ass handed to me the entire time. That's what that's uh, <laughs> the clear cut way. <laughs> I mean, at least it didn't just teleport off to another dimension with you still grappled. That would they be bad. True. They could do that. True. So yeah, y'all, y'all never did figure out exactly what they were, if I no. re- recall. Not for lack of trying, though. We definitely used our knowledge checks this time around. Several yeah. times. We just did yeah. not get it. <laughs> we just, uh, could, in the heat of battle, we could not figure out what what they, what these uh, creatures were doing. Yeah, if I remember correctly, y'all, uh, knowledge planes was not a strong suit with this party. It was not. Nope. nope. Although Chaubert, he, he was strong in knowledge planes, ironically. Well, yeah, he was uh, an outsider, so he should know something about the different planes. Yeah. Well, he's dead or whatever. No. <laughs> he's off with a baby. Yeah, he's he's off with his baby. He's, he's got a new you, show. You mean Cabal? Called... <laughs> well, he's, got, he's got him, too. <laughs> Two we're, Adventures we're... and a Baby. Yeah, that's the new, new, new series out there. We're uh... <laughs> And actually, it's more, like one point, it's more like 1.5 in a baby. Yeah, it's like we're two men in a, two men in a little lady situation. Yeah. Three men in a baby. <laughs> it's the remake. Wasn't there a two guys, a girl, in a pizza shop? There was. That's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds got to start. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds got to start. Yep. Two guys, a girl, in a pizza place. And then it just became two guys and a girl. The pizza place got taken out of the title for after a while. Well, they stopped working there. Oh. Don't you know your two guys in a I pizza place really. lore? <laughs> no, obviously not. <laughs> your TJF lore. Was that on TJF? I don't remember. I don't think so. And I, I thought it was Thursdays. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't like an avid fan of that show. I saw a few episodes here and there, but that was about it. But yeah, anyway, so you guys fought off the uh, creatures that were blinking from place to place. What is your knowledge planes scores? Two. Plus two. Diego is at a whopping zero. Yeah, Cliff doesn't have any. He doesn't have time for all that. (laughs) Yeah, same. Wait, aren't you a pilot? Oh, wait. That's zap. Never mind. <laughs> All right. So, uh, if you took 20, a 22 would probably be the highest you could get on knowledge planes. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yep. All right. Uh, if you, is that something you would want to do to find out more about these creatures? Or are you just like, meh, whatever, and move on? No, I would want to know what tried to make us go insane. Well, it didn't really like try to make you go insane. It was just the sight of them. Cause it was something you've never seen before and something definitely otherworldly is what kind of broke people's minds for a moment. I'd still want to know. So Jenny's doing like an alien autopsy situation. on. Yes. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> While well, Diego just wants to burn these puppies. <laughs> but it's those weird aliens from Mexico. 
You know which ones I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about? Those little ones? <laughs> yeah, the, the ones that... Yeah, those. <laughs> so... Uh, taking the time to basically do like an autopsy on these bodies and figure out what they are. Jenny is able to determine that these are a creature known as dimensional shamblers. They are evil outsiders. They have the ability to at will dimension door. They can shift between planes once per hour because Dimension Door is their primary thing, they have mastery over that ability, which allows them to take their full full normal actions after they do their like teleporting or whatever. Hmm. Bye. And I'll even give you this one. If you remember, they had uh, damage reduction last time. What I was trying to get y'all to, to get to was that they had DR5 lawful and you have somebody in the party that can make their weapon lawful but the rest of us weren't lawful is it just because it's present and around us it's not your alignment is lawful it's can you align your weapon to being that and I know monks can spend a key point to make their fists lawful yes this is true but Unfortunately, Diego didn't know anything about that. Mm-hmm. Or since he has zero planes knowledge. Right. He needs someone to guide him. So had y'all been able to, y'all would have gotten, you would have beaten them faster because his uh, flurry of blows would have done full damage instead of taking five points off each time. So instead hey, it was cat scratch fever. Yeah, pretty much. But, but hey, y'all still defeated Cat him. scratch fever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, since they are, you know, these dimensional shamblers, they don't really have need for weapons because they had their own, uh, you know, claws that they use. So they don't really have any items or anything to loot. All that for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kept you alive and on this plane. There is that. All right. So do uh, do you continue forward? I want to throw one out the, the door and see it float up in the water. <laughs> Maybe a, a shark okay. will get it. You can call your octopus friend to come eat it. Well, he, we're not friends right now. Wait, no. Oh, yeah. I know so many octopi. I, uh... <laughs> You're like, which one? <laughs> JLD know what she did. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's... Are we moving on? Are we healing? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, Are we? Uh, we just oh, I guess, work uh, in a fight. Yeah, I guess we could, yeah, I guess we could check to see, make sure everyone's relatively healthy at the moment. I was gonna say I'm pretty, I'm down pretty bad. Yeah, Diego is fine. Uh, heal the others, please. Certainly. All right. Two, two. Keith, how many points are you down? Uh, I'm sitting at 31 with a max of 85. Right. Oh, dang. So, uh, roughly 50. Man, you were taking a beating. What the frick, man? Yeah, that octopus got me pretty good. Oh, that's right. The octopus. Man, totally yeah. forgot that. Alright, sorry. I am trying to work with uh, Hero Lab and see what uh, the more powerful... Well, I don't necessarily want to cast like, super powerful stuff in case we need it later. Don't we have a wand to cure, cure wounds? 
Yes, actually, I have a wand of cure serious wounds. There we go. That is a great call out. Open, please. <clears throat> okay, cool. Functions like cure light wounds, except it cures 3d8 points of damage plus one point per caster level, maximum of 15. Cool. Let's just uh, go for it. 3d8. Uh, so 17 plus my caster level, which I think is 10, so that's 27. It's the level Wait. of the wand. Yeah, I'm looking up the earliest you can cast uh, Cure Serious. Three. Cure Serious. It's three. Three? Mm -hmm. It's a... That's when you can so cast... So 17 plus three, or... Third level spells? That's what it says on my cure, wand of Cure Serious. You, you may be right. I just. Oh, wait. Caster level 5. It's a level 3 spell. Caster level 5. There you go. So it's plus 5. So 3d8 plus 5. Alright. So 22 then? Yes. Do you want me to go. Should we, I mean. I mean, you can hit me maybe many, one more time if you want to. Yeah. Does this. Is this like. Does it have charges or do I. Is it just as we go along? It has charges. Uh, was that one that y'all bought new, or one that you have used? So this is one that my character had when it was created. So I'm gonna guess it's a fresh one. Let me look, see if I happen to mark it on there. Yeah, it was full, so if you go into the edit and configure, it says usage, and it says 50 of 50. I see, I see. Okay. Then I, I'll just go ahead and do it again on uh, Keith's character and uh, just get him all the way back up. So, 3, 8. Uh, so, 16 plus 5. So, another 21. 21. That's, that, should be, that should be perfectly fine. Very cool. Let me usage down to 48. Is there anybody else who needs roughly 20 points of healing? <laughs> uh, I, I use the ones that I have on myself. And luckily, I'm, I'm full health. Oh, neat. Diego's good. Okay, very cool. He lost some key points, but he, he has to wait to rest for those. <clears throat> so onward? And upward. Well, no, I just onward feel, ho. I'm just feeling onward right now. Sure, that's not ennui. Uh, uh, yeah, so do we want to go deeper into this cave and check it out, see what else is going on? Oh yeah. Okay. Le I learned my lesson last time. I'm not. I'm not the one leading forward this group. One of y'all beefy boys needs to go forward, and, and, and I'll I'll support you from from behind. <laughs> I'll cheer you on. I think Diego will go forward and look for Aloysius. He's sure he's here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as you continue forward, you notice that this cave kind of comes to this kind of junction spot where it's kind of has these four different uh, almost like rooms branching off of it. You also notice that patches of phosphorescent lichen are growing up the damp ceiling and provide a dim light in this kind of this part of the chamber. The walls here are decorated with very disturbing carvings. These carvings depict fish-like humanoids in the midst of various 
graphic and disturbing mating acts with what look like human women. Oh, we just <laughs> entered their porn cave. Yeah, oh no. Aloysius, Aloysius. <laughs> Not the porn cave. As you, you peek into these kind of rooms, these chambers here, you notice mounds of soggy seaweed that has been basically gathered into nests or beds on the floor. Oh, what are you doing, Step Flounder? <laughs> <laughs> Diego's going to go over and take a look at one of these bed-like structures and see what's in it. Okay. Uh, where on the map are you? Which which chamber are you going into? Uh, go to this first one here. Alright, so basically as to the south here. Uh-oh. Uber's feeling some type of way. With all these pictures on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh god I like flounder <laughs> what can I say you notice by this side as you look at these these seaweed mounds uh, and looking at the size of them you realize that these mounds are beds and cradles for new offspring give me a perception check I got a 12. I got a 17. 26 for Gruber. Diego got a 13. Gruber, uh, as I you're. Got 12, yeah. yeah. Gruber, as you're looking around, you notice what appears to be a hand knitted baby blanket found in one of the nests. And as you look more closely at it, you can see a few tiny scales attached to the the blanket, as if something fishy were wrapped up in it. With this discovery of the baby blanket and what was inside and these graphic wall carvings, this starts to give you more of an idea of what the fostering is like for the people of Ilmarsh. And that kind of messes with your minds a bit. Everyone give me another will save. Uh, oh, no, no. I, I, I'm not blaming the bla- the baby blanket. This was the pictures on the wall that I have to save from. <laughs> Is that plus wisdom you said? Uh, it's a will save. Will save, yeah. Yeah, it should be anything. 17. 19 for Gruber. Uh-oh. 27 for... Oh. Diego. Okay. 13 for Quip. Yeah, and 16 for uh, Porkchop. So everyone is okay except Thwip. Oh. This really messes <laughs> no. with his mind. Thwip, please hold it together. Yeah. Why is your mind so fragile? <laughs> are, you, are you seeing this shit? <laughs> and Thwip loses four points of sanity. Is, oh my God. Are you still sane? Is the I've fish got one more really point of sanity left. Negatively affecting. Wow. <laughs> I mean, for me, no, but like for Thwip, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> no more flounders. <laughs> so I think we're about to see our first insane character. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And we we decided that we have no cure. Right? It depends on if you have uh, greater restoration or not. Right, and I or uh, pork chop does not have greater restoration. What if he uses two restorations nope. on top of each other? Isn't that greater? <laughs> no, those are equal. <laughs> well, now to make matters worse, you know, Flip going insane over here. Everything looks very disturbing and is messing with your minds. Around the corner, you see three fish-like creatures running up to you. But there's something odd about these three. It's the running, and that's the odd part. Well, that's part of it. <laughs> but also, you you notice that their brains are exposed. Oh, ew. Um, easy targets. And we're rolling for initiative. <laughs> if you play video games, you know that's where they're vulnerable. That's where you get the criticals. Well, glad I got that out of the way. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, so Pork Drop got a total of 25. Diego got a 5. One second. All right. Pork Chop, you said 25? Yep. Diego? 5. 5. Rubert. 16. 16. Flip. Uh, 17. 17. Jenny. 12. And Diego will go last. <laughs> there we go. Alright, well we are starting things off with pork chop. Porkchop is actually just going to hold back and see how to best support uh, once everything sort of, sort of uh, gets rolling. All right, so Porkchop is delayed. Next up are the scum creatures. You know that they are scum because you've identified them before. They look scummy. <laughs> and... There's really only two of them that can attack because the third one's too far back. And the only one that they can attack based on where y'all are is Gruber. So the first one will attack with a trident. Okay. That's a natural 20 to start. Ouch. Wow. To confirm... Okay, that won't confirm. Uh, that's only a 13. So it's just okay, a hit, not a, not a confirmed <laughs> critical. Okay. <laughs> uh, so with that attack, you take 13 points of damage. Wow. Okay. And the second one will use his trident. Wow. Well, that's a 15 to hit, so that'll miss. That will miss, yep. All right, so that's them third one just kind of moves up but can't really do anything. I'll bring us to Thwip. Alright, so he's going to take a look at these things. So what exactly am I seeing? I mean, you know, you said their brains are supposed to have been mm-hmm. injured or that's just how they look or what? 
they look kind of like their heads have been opened surgically and their brains are showing. Okay. And they look just... What's the word? Uh, Like uh, frenzied or what? They do look a bit frenzied. Let's see if I can find a good picture of them to share with y'all. Not a great picture, but I'll give you an idea. Okay, so they're probably they don't they don't seem like they'd be the type to be reasoned with. <laughs> no, definitely not. Okay, so then Flip's going to come up beside and then past uh, like around this little corner. If you try to go through that. Technically, can't get around that corner. Oh, you don't. You don't think I can? You, no, because you would have to go through his space to do that. There's like this little tiny sliver. Can he just go? Oop! Excuse me. And go over there. <laughs> you just call. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, just kind of squeeze in there. <laughs> go squeeze right by. Because of the wall that goes around there, it wouldn't. You, you'd you'd have to pass through his square to do it. It, it doesn't. Okay, so then what I'm going to do is I'm going to engage my boots, my daredevil boots, which again they uh, they're they're a nice blazing uh, red and orange, and uh, so I get extra maneuverability as a free action. I can click my heels to get a plus five acrobatics move through a threatened square or through an enemy space without provoking opportunity attack for up to ten rounds per day. So I used it once earlier. Okay. So then I'm going to. Uh, get through there. And I'm going to actually move through this guy's space and onto the other side of it. To be basically on the opposite side with uh, across from Gruber. Gruber. Can't want to sink a ball. <laughs> He's dead naming you. I know. So then I need to do an acrobatics check for that one. Uh, is that how the boots work? Yeah, it says free action, click heels to grant, plus five acrobatics move. To move through threatened squares or through enemy space without provoking. So go ahead and make that acrobatics check. Yes, sir. Uh, 22. Yeah, you're fine. Sweet. And so then as he gets on the other side, he's going to turn around and uh, stab, try to stab at the the one that's right in front of Gruber. Or actually the one that's going to be to his right. Uh, He's not going to attack the one right in front of Gruber. He's going to attack the one to his right. Alright. So the one to the south? To the south, yes. Okay. And that is a 31. 31 will hit. Alright. And can they be um, are they immune to sneak attacks? They are not. Okay. Oops, man. Alright, nice. 23 points of damage. 23 points of damage. Alright. He is damaged. But still standing. Anything else from Thwip? That'll be it. That's about all I can do right now. Alright. Gruber. Okay. So. He's surrounded by these guys. So I think what we're going to do here is. Let's try to do. A nauseating dart on the one south of the whip. 
Alright. Okay. So, it's a fortitude save. Fortitude save. As a 20, not natural. Okay. Well, then you save, so you're good. Alright. Anything else from Grubert? I think I'm going to take a five-foot step backwards to let Diego come through and bust these fools up. All right. Red Rover, Red Rover. That's right. Stepping back to open the way for Diego. Jenny. Excuse me. I'm casting haste. Haste. Everyone's within range. Should we get there? Yup. And I'm not moving. Because I'm going to let Diego take care of these guys. Makes sense. And you should be able to just click uh, the button on the haste, Daniel, for years. It'll remember everything for you. Gotcha. Thank you. At least remember the stat part of it anyway. Uh, You get one more, one extra attack if you're doing a melee attack. Your, Your speed is also increased by 30 feet. All right. Next up would be Diego. Diego will run up and take the spot that Rupert was in, and he will attack the creature in front of him. Since it was a 10-foot move, he's probably going to only be able to do two attacks, one normal and one post. So he will go ahead and do his two attacks on this critter. Uh, the first one is a 23. That hits. For five points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I woofed on that one. <laughs> oh, and you kill him. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, he takes the other hit. Uh, is a 27. Also a hit. Much better for eight points of damage. <laughs> All right. Damage dealt. And he will stay there to guard. Very good. Back to pork chop. Okay, so I would like to cast Bane. It says on the spell, I guess information. It says fifty foot radius burst centered on me. But do I need to be able to like see them, or is it just like understood that I can just like affect all three of them around me? Since it's a burst, you don't really have to have line of sight. It's more of an area of effect around you. Okay. <clears throat> Alright, yeah. I'd like to do that. Then. Um, so it says, Bane fills your enemies with fear and doubt. Each affected creature takes minus one penalty on attack rolls and minus one penalty on saving throws against fear effects. Very good. So that sh- should reach all of them. They do get a will save, it looks like. Yeah, it says uh, saving throw will negates. Will saves. Not their best save. First one is a 12. So you have your spell save DC there. 
Uh, it doesn't, well, the spell itself does not necessarily have a spell DC listed on the information. Uh, oh, you no, I'm sorry, it does, it does. It actually says DC 16, sorry. Yeah, there we go. So the first one fails. Second one also fails. And the third one also fails. So they are all baned. I did something, guys. <laughs> Yay! Yay! We have pork chop bane. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, does that take up my full turn, or uh, that takes up your standard action? Uh, you could still move if you would like to. No, I'm good. I'll I'll remain vigilant. Okay. And you have a hasted action. He's uh, not close enough to do another attack. You can't make another spell. Because haste okay. doesn't give you an extra standard action. It just gives you an extra attack. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. All right. Next up is the scum. Ew. Yep. So the one to the south is definitely going to attack Thwip. That's a natty 19. would be a 30 to hit. Oh, dang, yep. Okay. So that's eight points of damage. The one that is between Thwip and Diego, I'll say evens Thwip, odds Diego. That's even, so he's going after Thwip. Natural two, that's going to miss. And then the third one has the same option. He's also going after Thwip. They're just all picking on Thwip. <laughs> they don't yeah, like Thwip. Really. <laughs> uh, and that's a 24. That's going to miss. All right. So one connects, but the others miss. Take it easy, you dirty little freaks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Thwip, it is your turn to retaliate. Oh, okay. Well, this one little guy who uh, took a swing at him from the south that he's already put a little damage on, he's going to try to pour a little more. All right. Ooh. That's a natural one. Oh, God. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. Roll to confirm. <laughs> uh, that is a 31. All right. So just a miss, not a fumble. Perfect. So he's going to swing at the guy again. <laughs> so disgusted by him he was just couldn't uh 29 29 hits all right 21 points of damage okay still alive all right so he's gonna take his last attack on him that is a 27 also a hit oh all right and that is 20 points of damage you have one dead scum. Oh! Nice. Alright, anything else from Thwip? Nope, that'll conclude Thwip's turn. Very good. Grubert. So Grubert is just going to hold his action for now because he sees his, his uh, friends really beating up on these guys and he's pretty hurt, so he's just going to kind of stay back and hold his action. Alright. So Grubert delays. Jenny. Alright. Well, I'm gonna 
use it and cast Dimension Door. Dimension Door. Dimension Door, and I'm going to end up right here to the north okay. of the north guy. To the north. Into the entryway of that north chamber. Yes. And uh, I am going to, um, since I'm hasted, I get an attack. And I'm going to attack with this new trident of warning that we found the other day. Danger, Will Robinson. 21 to hit. That's a hit. All right. This one has not been hit yet. D8 plus 6, which is 12 points of piercing damage. 12 points of piercing damage. And damage is dealt. That's all I got. All right. So now the two remaining scum have both been damaged. That brings us to Diego. Well, Diego is going to go ahead and go Fury of Blows on this creature in front of him and try and eliminate it immediately. All right. That is a 19. That hits exactly. Woohoo! For 10 points of bludgeoning damage. And that is a 25. That's a hit. For 9 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. That is a 27. That's a hit. For 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Alright, still alive. Next is a another 19. Yay. Also a hit. 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Still alive. He has a hasted attack. Okay. <laughs> that is a 20. A natural a, 20? A natural 20. With, uh, so it's 33. Uh, roll to confirm. That is a... 32. Or 31, excuse me. We have a confirmed critical. Ooh! Uh, 19. Yeah. Yay. Rolled 19. I love it. Pulling up your crit card. I'll be with a bludgeoning attack. <laughs> uh, apparently, you punched it right in the face because it's called My Teeth. double damage and one con damage target loses bite and gains a 20% spell failure chance on verbal spells so roll your double damage which is gonna be enough to kill it okay that is a 13 damage Uh, so I'm just imagining that you just punch straight through his face (laughs) well he did did Yes, and I would flex my claws just for the fun of it. Yeah, Uh, because before that hit, he had two hit points left. (laughs) And then you got a critical. (laughs) Well, that sucks. So, well, at least he's gone. He's gone. So now there's only one scum left. Uh, Can Diego stand on him? It kind of would create it like a difficult terrain. Yeah, but that's just one step, though. 
So, I mean, you can. It's just it counts as double movement or uh, double spaces of movement. Oh, yeah, I can do it. I'll do it. I'll stand on it. This will give. I'm standing under him right now. (laughs) This will give. Yeah, this will give Grubert a uh, chance to come in and attack. So I will. He's there just so we can see your character. I'm going to do that. Okay. Delete that one. Uh, All right. And that will bring us to Porkchop. Cool. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Can I... I would like to... Sort of... Can I... Is it sort of like... Can I Can I sort of scooch past Keith's character? I'm sorry. I'm bad with names tonight. I just want to scoot just a little bit south of Keith. Uh, you can. Uh, going through the square next to Diego is technically in the threatened space of the scum. So the scum could make an mm, attack okay. opportunity. Gotcha. Okay, I'll, I'm going to hold off and um, I'm just going to use Bless for the moment, um, which okay. is essentially Bane, but it's a blessing for everyone else. Uh, so it's a plus one. Sorry, I had it open and then it uh, is shifting around on the screen. Okay, cool. It is a plus one morale boost on all attack roll, or rather, on attack rolls and saving throws against fear effects. But yeah, basically, we'll give everybody uh, a plus one to their attack roll. Nice. Heck yeah. So there you go. I'm being useful, guys. I'm helping you out. Nice. All right. That'll bring us then to the scum. Uh, he's got Jenny just right there behind him. And then Diego in front. And then whip to the side. So he's got three to choose from. Uh, I'll roll a d6. Uh, one, two is whip. Three, four, Diego. Five, six is Jenny. I'll roll it in the chat even so you can see. Six. Misogynist. <laughs> Sorry, Jenny. <laughs> he thinks you're one of his females. No, that's even oh, more no. misogynist. Uh-oh. No, he, he must, because that's a natural 20. Oh, no. Ooh. Oh. So he's spraying his milk all over the place. Oh. Wait, wait one oh, second. No. Wait, wait one second on that. So I have an ability, Divine Interference. Sacrifice a spell to force an enemy to re-roll a successful attack roll against your ally. Ooh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and you're just now using this? <laughs> wow, that this is a good one. I like this. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to hurt. I don't want to get hurt. Free roll. <laughs> my, my boo thing. All right. Uh, that'll be a miss because that's a natural four. Okay. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> All right, so he misses. He whiffed. <laughs> but in his head, he really hit. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, Thip's going to attack this little bastard, see if he can uh, do something about this. Uh, that is a... 34. Definitely a hit. And that is... Uh, ni- 19 points of damage. 19 points of damage. Alright, still alive. 
And that is a 32. That's a hit. And that is 23 points of damage. Still alive. Uh oh. And that is a 27. That's also a hit. For 19 points of damage. How'd he kill this one? Oh, right through the brain. He's just going to cleave right through that, that little brain pan of his, his weak spot. <laughs> right through that brain. It even, like, just plops out in two pieces on the floor. <laughs> plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As he is falling this alarm starts to sound <laughs> Whip, what did you do uh-oh <laughs> and he you start the, to hear... the alarm within that guy's brain <laughs> right. yeah yeah you start to hear the footsteps of more soldiers heading your way you don't know how many they are but it sounds like quite a few of them and they're coming in from the south? They're coming in from the south. And some are coming in from these chambers to the side that you haven't inspected yet. Oh, great. And we'll see you next time. Oh, dang. We're getting run over. <laughs> Get overrun. You'll be fine.